Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the E-Ticket Podcast. My name is Mike. And I am Rob, and you sound great, my friend. Thank wow. you. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. I've been uh, working on it a bit. We've had a little bit of a hiatus here. Mm-hmm. For, for a myriad of reasons. Yeah. One of them was a Marriott. Truthfully, that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we spent weeks out of town that didn't line up with each other, and then there was a hurricane. Yeah. Um, and then there was another hurricane. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we've uh, we've been dealing with that, but uh, we're back. This is actually our tenth episode, <laughs> literally. That should be an accomplishment. <laughs> but I was looking at the calendar, and we've been doing this for Almost just a over year. a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot our birthday. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. The Daisy. Oh, well, maybe next year we'll care about yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. So we're uh, we're going into our our tenth episode. We're gonna have a theme song attached to this one, which you should hopefully all hear at the beginning. So that'll be pretty exciting. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't oh, the magic of podcasting. I haven't heard it yet. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, don't worry. I will play it for you, my friend. Starting off today's episode, we're going to do a quick wrap-up for Halloween Horror Nights 31. Um, we're about uh, three weeks behind. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I also noticed we publicly said we'd be back for two episodes before this episode. Um, one of them would be like a, a, a mid-Halloween Horror Nights where we uh, give you some help, give you some tips. Ah. Um, whoops. Yeah. Anyway, just I mean, obviously that one's not going to work out for no. us now, is it? So let's just go back to our roots, and it's been just over a year since we did a full wrap-up episode, which is the one. It, it's one that got, uh, I think, our biggest listener bump at the time. Yeah, so that's I think kinda, that's kind of cool. People like hornets. People f- like getting spooked. Go figure. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's start this off. How do you want to do this? Uh, I figure we just go over the houses individually. Um, so we'll list them all first. Um. So there were 10 houses this year. I guess technically 11 if you count Blumhouse as two houses, but I don't. Oh, I, think it's well, just I like one. to count Blumhouse yeah. as two have houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so starting the list in no particular order, we've got Bugs Eaten Alive, mm-hmm. um, Fiesta de Chupacabras, Nailed it. The Horrors of Blumhouse, which I just learned how to pronounce properly two months ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Descendants of Destruction, Spirits of the Coven. Hellblock Horror, Universal Monsters, Legends Collide, Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake, The Weekend, After Hours Nightmare, mm-hmm. and Halloween. Yep. So we had some very heavy hitters this year and uh, some not very heavy hitters this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like the last couple of years we did have, like, um, put in baseball terms, we had a murderer's row of houses where yeah. it's just like, wow. Pick your favorite. At any given night, one of these houses could be my favorite. And then this year was like a normal baseball batting lineup where you've got a few people at the top of the order. You're like, all right, these ones are really good. And then at the bottom of the order, you go, mm, yeah, nothing's going to happen here. So that yeah. was, yeah, it was it was balanced to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there are definitely a couple of strong ones that I feel like we could probably do entire episodes on. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, Dead Man's Pier alone 
I could probably do like a two hour episode on. I mean, I that's I, I want to save some of my thoughts, but I mean, I'll reveal my hand right now. That was my favorite house of this year. Oh, by far. Uh, but it wasn't even a contest. Like I. Well, apparently it was a contest. We were getting texted updates and that one didn't even win house of the year. According to the texted updates we kept getting. Well, those so. people are wrong. So no, no, those people have opinions. I, you know what it is? I, I feel like if you're the kind of person that appreciates technical design, then like you understand why winner's pier is I mean, or winner's wake, I should say yeah, is, yeah. is, is by far the best one. I mean, it is one of the few houses where I had an audible, holy shit yeah. moment, audible uh, gas moment. And I don't, I don't often, I mean, I'm go, Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. But like, yeah, we'll yeah. get to it. But yeah, okay. I yeah. think we're talking about. I almost want to lead off of this house, but let's not. Let's just go in order of how you would experience him in the park. Let's just <laughs> well, let's just do it that way. <laughs> what I figured is, um, because this is just a review, right? There's the good and the bad, and that sort of thing that's just in the middle. Yeah. Um, I figured we would just start with the three lowest houses that we each had. Okay, and, and I have, I've got a feeling that the top uh, three that two, we had. two of ours for sure are in our lowest. Will we likely the be same. the same. Yeah, yeah, two of them for sure. For, for me, uh-huh. um, as excited as I was before the event started. Oh, I know which one this um, is. I would say um, Spirits of the Coven did uh-huh. not wind up being very good. I would probably place that the lowest. And I'm placing that below Hellblock Horror, which is a house that was so boring uh-huh. that I only did it one time. Okay, I think those were both my number <laughs> 9 and 10 houses. Hellblock was 9, Spirits was 10. Spirits was the first house I did of the year. And for the first half, I was like, this house is cool. And for the rest of it, I went, wait, where is everybody? Yeah, so... And just... I thought that was just a one-night blunder. And no, that was the house. That's how the house is designed. It It's... Honestly, so disappointing because the actual design aesthetic of the house is incredible. Yeah. At least for the first half. Well, when you got the speakeasy and everything, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. And then you. What's the password? Right. And then you get further into it, and it slowly kind of transforms into like a witch's lair. And that's where I kind of felt everything was lost. I, I was okay with it. Again, like the first half of this house. Because the next time I went in, I go, wait, no, I don't hate this house. This house is fine. And then the same thing kept happening where about halfway through, not only do you lose all the characters, you lose all the set. There's mm-hmm. no there's no speakeasy things. There's no... I mean, granted, we all know this. I'm a little blind. Maybe a lot of blind. <laughs> Depends on the day. Depends on if there was sunlight before I went in this house or not. But I literally think there was nothing there. Yeah. For the past half, and yeah, everyone was having the same experience I was. So I, 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 I it was really mind-boggling. How did this happen? You know, to be honest with you, I feel like Spirits was likely one of those houses where they just didn't get a lot of budget to work with, mm. and kind of had to adjust it from there. Um, which is kind of similar to how I feel about Hellblock Horror. Uh, Hellblock Horror. The design layout for it was actually the exact same as another house from a couple of years ago, which uh, the name of which I'm I'm blanking on right now. Actually, I'm but trying the, to think which the one full layout of the actual house was the exact same, even down to the scares that were present. So I'm well, curious. It is formulaic. Yeah, you know. I'm curious if Hellblock and Spirits uh, were 
kind of this last minute addition to kind of pad out. So, well, Hellblock did have that feeling of being last minute because the monsters in there, almost all of them entirely, were featured in other Horror Nights. Yes. As not like main characters of houses, but like ancillary characters or streetmosphere characters. Yes. Um, I mean, the make, I mean, it's always, it, 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 let, well, let's give it some flowers. Like the costumes and makeup are always good. It's like, of course, like, of course. And <laughs> like, these are cool. <laughs> if there's, if there's one thing that I can give Hellblock Horror a, a, a major nod towards is that it almost feels like John Carpenter himself was the person that did the designing for it because the actual visual design was very cool. Very, very cool. I just felt like it was a very mundane and forgettable house. It, it was probably rushed. The rumors were this house replaced Stranger Things, which we'll never know if that's true. Uh, good news, the however, uh, this is secondhand information, but I, I've been told the relationship between Stranger Things and Horror Nights is good. It was just mm-hmm. that it was a little rushed. So maybe because they don't want to reveal some of their season four things. Yes, the rumor that I heard is that essentially because they had to delay the season four production so much, Universal was not able to get their hands on the production materials that were necessary Mm -hmm. to create a Stranger Things house. Right. So I have a suspicion that we will see it next year. Well, we'll see. It could be next year. Uh, I don't think we're getting season five or chapter five, whatever you want to call it, a Stranger Things till 2024. Yeah, minimum. So... Yeah, we could get the uh, the Chapter 4 house next year. We could yeah. get a... I mean, the thing is, Stranger Things, Netflix is cool. They're cool. They're coming back eventually. We just don't know why yet. Hellblock Horror just felt like a replacement, and the rumor was that's what it replaced. Yeah. So so now going on to the the next lowest, I guess, would be the easiest way to describe it. Uh-huh. I, th- I feel like we might differ a little bit in this oh, one. We'll see. I just checked my list. I think... My third lowest one was honestly Blumhouse. Yes, that was my okay bet. This All right, is good. amazing. Yeah. Oh, also, I didn't see either Freaky or Black Phone after saying back in July, "Oh, I'm going to watch Black Phone." Right. And Freaky was on HBO Max, but then I lost my HBO Max and said, "Well, that was fun while I had it." <laughs> um, don't tell me what happens in House of the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, no, please, no spoilers. <laughs> I'm actually still. Watching Game of Thrones for the first time ever, right? Oh now. yeah, but you read the books, so, yeah. Like, but, there's, I mean, there's only so. so little we can spoil. Yeah. Um, anyway, Blumhouse. Um, it just wasn't good. It just it just wasn't good. <sighs> well, I I feel like even if I had the added context of watching Freaky or Blackphone. Now I've seen Freaky. Uh-huh. Now now that Halloween Hard Nights is ended, I've seen Freaky. Um, gotcha. And I have not seen Blackphone. Despite the fact that I've heard Blackphone is phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Everyone, everyone who's actually gone out of their way to seeing it likes it. Yeah, and there, some people love it. Yeah, you know. So it's one of those things where you know, this is not a concept that's unfamiliar to me. Where I will occasionally go to a house where I have not seen the IP that it's attached to. Yeah, like last year with Beetlejuice. Yes, which I still have not seen Beetlejuice. I, I um, could have bet money. It's on, on HBO Max now, so I, perhaps I will watch it. Yeah. Um yeah. but uh you know it's 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 so funny to me because uh freaky in my opinion just doesn't translate well to a horror nights house. It's it's funny you say that cuz the first time I went through it I I actually said somebody said this will be a good horror nights house. Yeah. And then the next time I went through it I was like okay all right. There is a character there's this character. Okay, we're starting off strong. So it was the same thing with Spirits of the Coven, where I talked myself back into it, being like, no, 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 this is fine. This is a fine house. 
And then again, about halfway through that house, which is half of a house anyway, math, I went, oh, no, wait, this this, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Black phone, the black uh, phone portion of the house was significantly better in oh, yeah. every single way. Oh, yeah. Like, black phone felt like a proper horror film to have been translated to Blumhouse. And again, I'm saying this having not actually seen the film, but... I think that's a testament to how strong the identity is of that film that I was able to pick up the gist of the basic story and understand what was happening mm-hmm. without needing to have had that extra context from actually seeing the film. I'm... Freaky. I mean, there, there's a part halfway through it where you're just like in a party. Yeah, you're at a club. You're at a club. Yeah. And I got that much. You, that That's like... Being the second that's myself. like that's like the second to last scene yeah in which... the freaky house and then it just kind of slam cuts you so this was two houses oh, mashed right. into yes. one <clears throat> which was in so, the fast and the furious q line yes which i thought was kind of clever actually kinda cool. yeah. yeah and, and a throwback to horror nights past that you and i didn't get to go to where they used the disaster or earthquake queue, yeah and then the jaws queue way back when yeah that blows my mind and anyway. it was it was just so weird because the freaky house They've got a bunch of the scenes from the film, you know. People are getting murdered and shit. You go to the you go to the club and then I don't know about a bunch, maybe a handful. Well, but you know, a handful of people get murdered. Well, but, I mean, a handful of scenes. Oh well, yeah, a handful of scenes too. Yeah. And you go to the club. There's like two more scenes, and then you're just like, whoop, right outside. Yeah, you go outside, and it feels like, well, your house your house is over. You ended. You're done. You're done right. with this house that you waited in line for. But no, it's as a transition to go into. The second half of the house. Yeah, you're in like a back alley. <laughs> and then you I mean, go you into literally this... are. It is, yeah. it is a backstage area. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you go to the, the second portion of the house, which is where Black Phone is, which, yep. again, literally better in every single way. Well, I mean, even the sets look like I know them to be in the trailers and such. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I hear this was actually kind of cool in Hollywood as well. Um, like, there was a Black Phone in reach of the people in Hollywood. Oh, neat. Yeah, and if you were to reach it, the scare actor would pop out. Uh, I think he's called the Grabber with his mask. Huh. He'd pop out and go, don't touch that phone. And I was like, ooh. Interesting. Okay. Phone doesn't work. Did not know that. Yeah, right. So Very cool. Okay, so we're actually in agreement yeah, on our uh, bottom three, which is a very rare occurrence, that actually. Doesn't all, yeah, we even got the order correct. <laughs> That's amazing. But here's the one more thing I'll say about the black phone. Like, it did have a hallway at the end where it's like, there's a grabber on the left, there's a grabber on the right, there's a grabber on the left, there's a grabber on the right. And if you timed that right, it was a bit like, all right, okay, that's enough. Okay, I've seen no no more dudes in masks jumping out of me. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And another thing I'd say about Black Phone is they had so many strips of black cloth just hanging from the ceiling mm. as you walk through. Yes. That it just, that irritated me after a while. Understandable. <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't as much of an irritating, so... Ah, one, we're, we're different. One yeah. house that I was <laughs> extremely excited for before Horror Nights was Bugs Eaten Alive, which was the house that purportedly was so scary yeah. that people were struggling to get through it. Like, the PR coming into this was... I mean, I'll, I'll say this probably was the most overhyped house. 100%. Of, of the, 100%. Of the event. And it's definitely not in, like, my bottom three, for sure. It's probably in my middle. Like, yeah. if I had to check my it's list definitely, right now, it's definitely a middle house. It's definitely a mid-tier house. I feel yeah. like, again, like... These were the rumors, but we we get our rumors from relatively reliable sources well, and I, from people that work with yeah, the park services. Yeah, I got most of my info from like actual creators and then team members doing right. previews. So, so it was just amazing because there was all this talk the entire time about how 
Bugs Eaten Alive was going to be the scariest house ever made. Like, there were literally people that couldn't make it through well, it the entire be, house. And... It was going to be just an unnerving house. Very yeah. creepy. Yes. And admittedly, there are parts that are a little unnerving. Oh, sure. Um, I hear it looks worse if you do a lights on tour. I would imagine so, because so, then you yeah. can actually see everything. Yeah, like there is a, an entire wall of plastic cockroaches. Oh, uh, yeah. Like an which, entire wall. Which I didn't notice. Yes. Because I'm me. But yeah. also, like, it's not. It's not well lit in there. Yeah, it, it's just, it was weird. You get to the end, and there's, like, this giant spider, which Universal nicknamed Frank. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why either. Yeah. Um, but this spider is almost cartoonish looking. Like, yeah. it, does, it doesn't even look realistic in any capacity whatsoever. Oh, that's it's funny you say that, because every year there's a, quote, funny house. And although they prompted this was going to be the creepiest house you'll ever, the most unnerving house, this was... By default, the funny house. Because I suppose, there was yeah. no funny house. Yeah. <laughs> it was so a like, weird... It was kitschy. Right. Like, it was 1950s kitsch. Which, hell yes. Yeah, it was good. Like, I, I was I was sold on the concept, and I, like, again, this is a mid I, I I don't hate this house, but I don't love it either. Yeah, and definitely not, in the middle. I'm not going to miss it. I mean, years from now, I'll say, hey, remember that house with the giant bugs? Yeah. yeah. It's a, well, and I think part of the problem, too, is that they kind of marketed it where the bugs would get bigger and bigger as the house goes on, which Ex they do. They, they do. do, but the house focused so much more on people. Yes. Which, I don't know why we didn't think, oh yeah, they're going to use people because every house needs people. Right. So uh, that was one of the issues that I think the house faced because the original implications that we had about the house and the original impressions we had about the house were that there were going to be, like, bugs. Like, big, moving... Like, people in bug suits, obviously, but, like, yeah, they were going yeah, to be bugs. Yeah. And then like, yeah. the house itself wound up being just, like, ah, I'm being eaten by the bugs. Like, yeah, just oh, people fuck. bursting out. Like, get here out, we go, get out. Get out. Oh, no, like... it's inside me. <laughs> like... And then, I mean, I thought it was a neat callback where, like, the uh, the female presenter at the beginning, when, like, the presentation is clearly going wrong. Yeah. She, you see her later in the house, and she is... She, yeah, she's ready to fuck them bugs up. Yeah, she's... Wow, what yeah. a transformation. It was but, incredible. <laughs> the house was mostly just people being like, oh, it, yeah, the bugs, uh, I'm the, getting bigger. The, the bugs I'm are like, inside right, me. I get it. And then like a like a mid-tier house, too, that I was a little disappointed by was Fiesta de, Chuc de la Chupacabras. Yeah, this is one <laughs> where the first time I went through it, um, I had a great run with both actors and uh, Chupacabra puppets. And I was like, fuck, what a really cool house. Yeah. But then the more I went through it as the the event went on, it just started it again and it fell down to the middle of my list. Yeah. The the actual the atmosphere hate it, but like the actual atmosphere, incredible. Um from yeah, what I understand fiesta. from what I understand, the design team that worked on this also worked on Dead Man's Pier. And you can okay. kind of see the influences to it as well because... I mean, it was a very detailed <clears throat> house. Yes. And it also has verticality, too. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the things I think that... These were also done in the same soundstage. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just works. It just it genuinely worked for them. But again, it's just after a while, it kind of doesn't really stand out from the crowd, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, we're going to remember it years from now because it is the Chupacabra. Right. That's really what it's going to come down to. Right. And um, 
this was another house that had lots of things hanging. Like I had beads just hanging from the ceiling every so often where <laughs> I don't, I don't need this many beads. Um, I'm trying to think of what other things can I pull? Oh, there was a cool little, um, a mid scene where it's like you're in a courtyard, but nothing happens in this courtyard. Yeah. Like the first time I went through it, I go, Oh, we just missed time. The scares. And then the next time I went through it, I was literally looking around the corners and in nooks to be like, no, there's nobody there or there or there. It's like, wait, this is just a courtyard for a courtyard's sake, isn't it? And yeah, that the next couple of times I went through it again. Sure, that's all it was. It was just a courtyard, which was pretty, but do something. You know? I suspect that they just built the courtyard as a way for them to move people through a particular area. I don't know. Because you know, like, after you go through the courtyard, if I remember correctly, you get basically shoved down an alley, and then like it turns to the left, and then so that it can like, loop uh, back towards the, the entrance. Too. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, yeah. so mid tier. Um, yeah, and then the puppets. I would have liked to have. Like I said, the first time I went through it, I was like, "Oh, I got a good run." I didn't realize I had such a good run on the puppets because as we went on, I was like, "Oh, that puppet's not doing puppet stuff," but I could I could see it just sitting there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I could have done with some more puppets. Chupacabra puppet. Yeah. And now now we're like we're going towards the mid tier area, right? So yeah, I think next would be something like Descendants. Uh, uh, I loved Descendants art style. Because it was like a post-apocalyptic New York City subway, and yep. that everyone's like turned into mutants, and uh-huh. oh, having, it was, it having was very never cool. been to a New York subway, it was exactly how I imagined it. <laughs> uh, the uh, the joke, the running joke that was going on for the entirety of Horror Nights is that uh, it's not too far off from the reality of actual New York subways. Oh, that's. But it was very cool. It was very very cool. Oh, I I was. The first time I went through it, it was not what I thought it would be, even though I was pretty much... Because I was told, it was like, okay, people are going to become mutants as you go on. It's gonna, right. The house is going to get darker, and there's going to be bioluminescence. And I was, I was like, you're not doing a good job of selling this house. And the first time I went through, I was like, okay, 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 we got mutant camps here. People are doing strong... Oh, okay, I get this. I get this. I get this. This makes sense. People look like they actually do live here. I get it. Yeah. And then when we get to the end of the bioluminescence, it was a rave. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, way to undersell the ending because it was just like, okay, cool. Here's bioluminescent mushrooms everywhere, and they just keep like flashing or going off in circle patterns, yeah. and then like neon mutants are popping out at you. And I'm like, this is, I could do a house like the whole thing like this. This yeah. is fun. <laughs> it it honestly, the very end of it uh, felt like it was very reminiscent of the uh, the Chance House from 2017? Oh, yeah, 2016. The 3D, the 3D house. The 3D house. Yeah. Oh god. It kind of felt like that at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And uh, it was just, it was a cool house. The, like, the fact that some of the characters were using, like, old road signs as, like, weapons. Weapons, and yeah. It uh-huh. just, it was visually just a very cool house. No, the house made sense. I mean, some people, they thought the subway, uh, the you know, where, like, lighting changes, so the subway scene changes. True, true. That was used a couple of years before in... Um... The Outbreak house. Yes, yeah. Outbreak. So some people are like, oh, they've brought back that trick. I was like, yeah, it's a cool trick. It's a very cool trick. Like, what, yeah. are, we, what are we complaining about? Yeah, <laughs> very cool trick. And that was happening a few other times in uh, this year, too, where people were complaining about things we've seen before. And I'll, I'll get to those when we get to them. But, uh, yeah, no, I actually, yeah, this was this was a house I really enjoyed. And you're right, it's, it's upper mid to me. Like, I just looked at my list. My list is going exactly how we've gone so far. Oh, good. This is insane. So... <laughs> 
now I think we might start differing for sure. We've yeah, got four because the ones left. the the ones at the top, I could I can mix and match depending how I feel. Right. Uh, well, two through four, two through four, I can mix and match depending. How I, I feel. think number four uh-huh. for me personally was uh-huh. the Weekend House. Okay, I understand why you're doing that. Um, the music fantastic. Well, the it's, it's the weekend. Yes, it's the freaking week. The week. It's the freaking weekend, dude. Yeah. The music is fantastic. Yeah. The I finally actually watched the. There's like a video on YouTube that kind of like creates a full compilation. Yeah, of it like takes all, all the, the videos from After Hours and yeah. even the Super Bowl halftime show and puts them all together. Yeah, I think the problem that the Weekend House has for me is that even though the music is fantastic and the visual design is fantastic, it mm-hmm. honestly feels a little unfocused. Oh, for sure. Because of the nature that they're pulling these from like all these disparate music videos and kind of just mash them together into one. Yes, and House. I, I did have a person who's a big weekend guy, and he's obsessed with the linear order of the story, who was immediately criticizing how they told the story. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so glad glad to hear that. I mean, the dude's a DJ, so I was like, all right, you're getting... This is Mr. Unfocused himself, being like, <laughs> how unfocused is this house? And I'm right. like, buddy, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just... It was very cool. Visually very cool. Mm-hmm. Auto, like, auditorially very cool. But again, it just it felt rather unfocused to me, and I that's just the nature of how they're designing how, it. Sure, sure. Um, Which I gave them grace for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And was, ultimately, I felt like there were other houses that kind of bought the crown home. We've already both established what our number one was. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's not going to be a mystery. But like, yeah. I need I need to get all this off my chest about the weekend. Of course. So they fixed the line. The line from years past. This warehouse was uh, Universal Monsters back in 2019. This was, oh, I'm blanking on the name of the show. Uh, Hill House. This was Hill, Hill House, House yeah. in 2021. This is the line that had the fight in it. Yeah. Um, and when I was when I heard the weekend was where it was, I was like, crap, are they going to do something different to this line? The line is basically the same. The only thing they did is they took the drink cart away, and they put it way out in the front, which yep. makes way more sense. Glad they did that. And then they just played the entire After Hours album. The entire time you're in line yes, with a they light did. show. Yeah. <laughs> and that was so cool. Like, it kind of no, slapped. It did. I mean, if I'm waiting for an hour, but I like, we're just playing the After Hours album. All right. Sweet. Let's do that. Solid choice. And then you get in and um, I heard, again, rumor. I heard one night, I think it was one of the first couple nights. This might have been out in Hollywood, though. Uh, when you walk into one of those first couple rooms and like, there's multiple weekend or Abel is his real name. Multiple hymns. You're just going to see through the house. But one of the first few nights, he just stayed the entire night as himself as in one of those first couple of rooms. And I think that was just in Hollywood. I mean, if there was ever a place where it would be, it would most likely just be Hollywood. Right. But... And I heard their first scene, uh, you know, after like the weird slot machine, like people are dancing on the stage. Right. Like the next scene's a club. And for here, it was like a very, it was just like a room of a club. But in Hollywood, is a two-story dance room. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we got fucked there. Um, but... But uh, both both sides, Hollywood and Orlando, had one of my favorite moments is when we go through the mirror light hallway from the Super Bowl halftime show, which when I first saw that in the Super Bowl, uh, back uh, Super Bowl 55 <laughs> with the Bucks and the Chiefs, the meme. I went, yeah, the meme of him just walking with a camera in front of his face. I went, the, one, the weekend just turned the halftime show into a Hollywood Horror Nights house or Halloween Horror Nights house. And then here we are uh, nearly two years later and. I'm walking through the set of the Super Bowl yep. in a Halloween Horror Night house. 
And I was I got so much joy the first time out of it, but I was like, oh, I got no scares when I went through it. Turns out there's no there's no scares when you go through the the mirror. Yeah, hallway, that part. Which, I mean, it was very cool because they're playing blinding lights. You're like walking through. Oh my god, yeah. But yeah, yeah the actual no. scaring aspect of it. No, yeah, they, the scares the scares weren't really there for this house. This house was all vibes and like you know me and and a, a group of my friends were big into the weekend. We went to go see him in Tampa. This was our this is our night one priority. We needed to see this house immediately, yeah. and um, it had enough things that made us go, yeah, but. It didn't have enough to put it toward that top to your house. Right. But it was definitely something worth seeing. Definitely upper mid. Yeah. But not... Well, for me, this is lower top. Lower top. <laughs> lower top. Right, right. Sorry. Lower top. That's yeah. probably a better way to describe it because these last four, like, honestly, they're the they're the biggest they're the biggest hitters of this year. Like, if you only did these four houses this year, you did okay. Right. Yeah. Um. So we've got the weekend out of the way. That was mine. What, what was your number four? Uh, we'll probably get to it in a second, but the weekend was my number two or three, depending on how I was feeling. So that means your number four was probably Universal Monsters. It was, yeah, which is tough for me to say, but I was never getting great runs out of this house. So I think that's part of the reason why I place it number three. Mm-hmm. I have gotten runs where the Wolfman wins. I've gotten oh. ones where the Drac where Dracula wins. Well, I mean, we should probably set up what it is. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so this is a pseudo-direct continuation of the one from last year, or two years ago, I should say. Two years ago, yeah, because um, now they're getting their own like mini-houses. Correct, yeah. yeah. So this one, it's it's Dracula, Wolfman, and the Mummy. And, the mummy. Um, and they're all fighting each other. Yeah, basically. In Egypt, apparently. Yeah. Now, uh, there there were other um, references to other, other characters, like Creature from the Black Lagoon, or like Bride of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. but they didn't actually make an appearance no. in this house. It was just those oh, three. Oh, I would have known if the bride was there. Oh, that would be oh, so cool. The bad. bride house last year. Oh, it was... It was Chef's kiss. Which was crazy, because that was one of my bottom houses last year, but every house last year was a top-tier house. Right. Yeah, <laughs> last year was stacked. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. But this one was very interesting, because... It would change every so often as to who the victor was. Yeah. And I think almost universally from what I heard, it was almost Dracula winning all the time. And I think part of the problem is because apparently the person or persons that would play the the Wolfman and uh, the Mummy... Had like schedules that like weren't compatible that's, with Thursdays and Fridays. So that's what I heard was that <laughs> there was way more Dracula, hundred percent people to go than there were. Well, here's the thing too. So at the end, at the end, the victor is holding the head of somebody, yes, whose body is behind them. Um, uh, but here's the thing. So they would slide a wall to reveal one of the bodies, but it was never Dracula. The body was either Wolfman or Mummy, right? So they would just slide and just um, figure out. But uh, yeah, so you're talking about scheduling. Mummy was, I hear, the most, the hardest one to get. One hundred percent. Yeah. So here's what they called it backstage. They called those um, nights where they would rotate. If Dracula or Wolfman would win, they would just leave the mummy door open, so you could just see the mummy's body, and then one of them just hold the mummy's head. They would call those nights Jacob and Edward nights, as referring to Twilight. So it was just yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, we're not recording this with the camera. Jeez, I, what a face. My God. <laughs> yeah, so it's either going to be Dracula or the Wolfman. So they was calling backstage, uh, tonight's a Jacob Edward night. Please, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mummy was the hardest one to actually see win. But the first three times I went through, I got all three of them. So I didn't even realize it was a thing until 
I started talking to other people, and they go, no one's seen The Mummy. I was like, I, I've seen The Mummy. <laughs> I saw Mummy once. I saw Dracula many, many times. Uh, yeah, I and saw, I saw Wolfman, Wolfman a couple once. times. Uh, <clears throat> it's, I mean, so that was the fun, like, variable part of this house for repeatability is, like, well, right. who's going to win? Right. Um, so there's that. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I love the Universal Monsters. It's just, I... I couldn't get a perfect run, and I I hear, and I'll say here because I don't either. I never noticed it, or it didn't happen when I was in there. I hear there is a moment where Dracula is on like a bungee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Either I never noticed it, or it never happened when I was in there. Oh, dude, that's so unfortunate because he flies out at you <clears throat> with his cape flying behind him, and it's uh, very very cool. That's how I it. guessed. He also had a a great hallway effect. Yes. Which I love every time they do it, where you look down you look down a hallway where you think the scarecrow is going to be, and he's like 50 feet down there. And you're like, okay, cool. And then he immediately, like the light goes dark for half a second, and he immediately pops out at you. Right. And you go, holy fuck, how did this happen? Very, very cool. Well, I, I know. But. Well, <laughs> illusions, Michael. It is illusions, Michael, yes. <laughs> so, like, this house had a lot of good things going for it. It's just, did you catch that when it happened? And I didn't catch... Flying Dracula, which again, some people are like, "Oh, we've seen characters fly before." Who who gives a shit? Right, that's cool. It's, it's flying Dracula. It's, it's cool. Very, it's very cool to see it. <laughs> uh, and even the mirror effect—the first time I ever saw that was in The Shining. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I love this." Oh, now I just spoiled the hallway. The hallway effect. I mean, don't listen to that last <laughs> oh, part. Oh no! <laughs> Spo- spoilers for a, a house that's a decade and a half old. Well, at this when, point. They're, when they're going to bring it back, they're going to bring it. Ah, sure, sure, sure. Whatever. Again, they would have bought it back when Doctor Sleep was in theaters, but you know they just didn't. Ah, uh, whatever. But you, you know, yeah, I'm spoiling tricks they do at Horror Nights. Whoops. But yeah, yeah, it's it's whether or not you caught these things at the right time because there was a moment where all three of them are supposed to attack you at the exact same moment. And I almost, I usually got two of them, if that. Yeah. So. I as it, as it got closer to the end of October, it got a little bit more consistent, which is kind of sad because the event was running for almost two full months at well, that they, point. Well, they got but, it into their groove. They yeah. figured out what they needed to do. But it wound up working out. And I don't know. I, I would still place it number three because I think the top two are just, they're so distinct. Like, well, again, I only had it at four because I know I wasn't getting good runs, but everyone kept talking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, before I before I forget, the part where all three of them are supposed to attack you, and it's usually two, the first time this happened to me, I had Wolfman on my left, and, of course, I got my hand on the shoulder of the person in front of me so I don't get lost. We all know this. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm only looking to my left because I don't need to pay attention to where I'm going. The person in front of me is paying attention. And so Wolfman's on my left, and I go, oh, cool. And then I feel a swoosh on my, like, my right leg, and I look over, and Dracula just swung his cloak on me and i'm like what the fuck I'm like that's kind of creepy interesting and then my last time through the house i had a similar thing happening where i was looking for dracula up top because i heard that's where he was and then i got wolfman on my left and then because my right arm is on the person in front of me i immediately felt cloth going over my right arm and the mummy had reached out to me and his bandages were just like on my forearm I'm like Neat. what the fuck okay <laughs> so i'm getting an unintentional uh, touching experience in these houses when i'm not paying attention to my dead right that's how they like, get you that's how they get me <laughs> they go oh blind rob's back we got him <laughs> so so yeah it was an okay house it's just i didn't get great runs yeah um moving on from there yep we've got halloween mm-hmm. in my opinion as the number 2 house of the year Halloween, uh, the again, 
set design phenomenal. If I recall correctly, this is actually the first time they've ever featured the original Halloween house. It's at the first Horror time Nights. they brought it back since 2014. Okay, and in 2014, the 2014 Halloween house is. Uh, I I said it before this uh, year. It was definitely my number one house all time. So I had a lot. I was trying not to get overhyped going into it, right? Because I I knew I was going to inevitably compare it to the first one I went through. But let's go with you first. So your thoughts on this one? Uh, the fact that they essentially made like a a quote unquote full walkthrough of the movie and did all the scares from the movie, I thought was very very cool. <laughs> they have a segment where you basically walk around a corner and you see the entire house in front of you, the yep. entire thing. Yep. And you can actually see Michael up in the uh, the top right window. And what's really cool about it is that you actually go around the corner and you go into the backyard and then walk into the house. Yeah. Which was very, very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, and doing the actual full run-through was just a neat experience because they really kind of played with your perceptions of everything. Mm -hmm. They have a segment where uh, there's a Michael character standing on top of the staircase. Yes. And you move really slowly through this area because it's very cramped and twisty and turny. Uh And the Michael at the top of the staircase doesn't move, but then occasionally he does. So he'll like walk down the staircase towards you and you're like, oh shit! <laughs> like, oh, that's just, cool. Yeah, that didn't yeah. Me. Especially because they they don't block off the staircase at all. They no. have they no, have no, a no, person the there. Is open. They yeah. have a person there to make sure that no one goes up the staircase. Obviously, yeah. because like there's nothing upstairs other than just like set dressings and such. What? Um, I mean, oh oh no. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> anyway, move on, move on. Oh, yeah. Man. So it was just a neat house. It was very very good. I really liked that they did what they've done with the previous Halloween houses that I've been in. So not the actual Halloween, but like two or three. Yeah, you were in Halloween 2 and I think Halloween 4. Yeah. And they have... They, they rightly skipped Halloween 3. Yes. Yes. They they have the, the sting that they do whenever Michael attacks. Yeah, and just, uh, and, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it, it just worked. It was a very good house for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. Super, super enjoyed it. That's why I'm putting it in my number two. It loses out to number one for reasons that we'll probably go over in a right. couple minutes. But uh, but I'm what glad are you... your thoughts all about right, so Halloween? I'm glad you said all that because you're right. This was a very good house. And really the only thing holding it back, because again, this went back and forth between two and three for me. Uh, I really wanted it to be number one, but it couldn't be because I remember some scenes from that first year that weren't in this one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, like uh, when Annie gets strangled in the car. They just don't have that? Oh, they, yeah, that's right. They don't. They just don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was that was my first Horror Nights, and that was a, holy shit, welcome to Horror Nights moment, where, like, the person, like, literally, I could I could knock on the car window of them next to me, and they're just being strangled in the front seat of a car. We're like, uh, yeah, this is Horror Nights. Um, so that wasn't there. Uh, the living room scene felt too long. So, like, yes. if... And, I mean, too long is in, like, a, there was... It took too long for it to reset. So, like... I went through this house maybe four times. I only saw Michael Myers burst into the living room once because of how long the audio for this scene took. That's fair. Um, I, I feel like they 
intended that though because of how large the living room is and it's a basically a way for people to get like sunk into it before they go into the next segment of the house you're you're right but we i mean i did have one night where we did a stay and scream and like the group i was with i don't know why we were doing a hustle through the halloween house but they were booking it um which drove me crazy um but good things i'll say about this one because uh, i don't remember everything from the first house let's be honest um, good things to say about this one. Most nights there was little Michael in the first bedroom. Yes. After he murdered his sister. Like, again, I'll say most nights because some nights he wasn't there. And I was like, Oh shit, we have a little Michael. That's kind of cool. And then you immediately turn the corner where it's foggy and you get the, uh, the intro music mm-hmm. and it says Halloween. And then most nights again, if it was timed, right. Michael Myers was standing in the smoke. Yes. And he would jump out at you before you even got to the thing. And so, like, a lot of the scares, I was like, yes, good, good. This is good. This is what I want Halloween to be. <laughs> um, and then, but, like, I don't know. It's just going through the house. I was just, I wait, I was waiting for much more. But it was still a really cool house, let's be honest. Like, you said, cool. you, go, you see the front of the house. You go around to the side of the house. You walk through the laundry. Michael was always through the hanging laundry. Yeah. We all know this is coming. <laughs> it literally would have been number one, except, again, the, the number one house is just so head and shoulders above everything else that it just Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have any away. other, like, bad things to say about this house. Again, it's it's a Halloween house. Set designed really well. The staircase scene was cool, but also he would jump out at the immediate left on your side half right. the time, too. And then, of course, we have the uh, the hallway of, oh, God, there's 10 Michaels in here. Yep. Which one is real? And that's how you end the house always. Yeah. Um, it, it was a really good house. The problem was I was comparing it too much to 2014. That's my only issue. So, I mean, I, I, I've i yeah. never been to the 2014 house, so I, uh, I would only assume that that's a fair assessment on your end. Again, it was that's that's my all-time favorite house. Yeah. Uh, well, at least it definitely was. It, it might be. But now I'm not sure because... Because in number one, um, <laughs> almost universally... Oh, get, look at get that. It, get it? Yeah. Um, almost universally, we have Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. Yes. Which... Which is based off the uh, scare zone from 2016. Yes, Dead Man's Wharf from yeah, 2016. Yeah, Dead Man's Wharf, which was in the Fast... Well, Fast and Furious wasn't there yet. Was, the, was it still Twister at that point? No, no, no. Or Disaster. Disaster. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was, this was in the middle of it. So, like, Disaster right. already closed. Right. Um, so that's why they could get away with shoving a, a ship halfway in that scare zone. Yes. Because, yeah. But, yeah, it was my, a sequel to that. My God. Mm-hmm. There have been a few Horror Nights houses in the past where I've been like, oh, that's really cool, or like, wow, like, that's that's neat how they did that. Um, like you mentioned in the beginning, there is a moment in Dead Man's Pier Winter's Wake where Rob actually bought me through this for the first time, <laughs> and he kept telling me, he's like, there's going to be one part you're going to really love. There's going to be one part. He wouldn't tell me what it was. No. There is a part in this house when you go around a corner and you see the the boat that's been like the centerpiece of the attraction right you see it in its full glory for the first time and when you walk around this in the harbor in the harbor it's astounding i audibly gasped out loud i was so (laughs) fucking impressed with how goddamn good the design of this house was so from the beginning yes i'll start there from the beginning they you there's there's verticality in play, which is a new thing. I keep mentioning that, but it's a new thing for Horror Nights. Horror Nights traditionally has been designed where I mean, yeah, you, they... you don't really like look up. You look no. forward. 
You yeah. look forward to continue through the house. You're working through cramped environments. They kind of started. I mean, they branching played out. with it a couple of times right. over the years, right. but uh, especially during the COVID year, they're like, "All right, we have to layer these scares because right. we can't be on par with our guests." Right. And they realized, "Oh wait, that makes for a pretty cool house." Yes. So, like, one of the examples that I can think of, like one of the first examples I can think of, is the first Killer Clowns house because they had the giant clown oh, at the Clownzilla. end of it, and yeah. then they had the um, the Stranger Things house. Where they had like that little snippet of season three when like the mind flare form came out. In the, and it was yeah, moving. the shopping mall and yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, well, the thing is, do you remember? Maybe you didn't go that year. It was either twenty eighteen or seven. It's whatever year happened shortly after they closed the Dragon Challenge coaster. I think that would have been twenty eighteen. That's so. It's so far it's so, the only year that I haven't gone to. Okay, okay. So I think it was called like Carnival of Carnage or something to that effect. Sure, where it was a carnival. But like this was a broken down carnival, and in that set they had pieces of the dragon coaster, but they also built a full Ferris wheel. <laughs> okay. And this was the first time I experienced verticality at a universe at a Horror Nights, where I was like, "Oh, oh, oh wait, ha- <laughs> <laughs> what? What? There's, there's an up. There's people. Yeah. There's people." <laughs> so and so this house took that and ran with it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And the, the the fact that like it even worked is incredible right mm-hmm. see so you, you walk into this you walk into this house right immediately it's cold warm. it's it's cold because it's supposed to be in winter. winter it's cold you hear a violin play well, there's the statue of the there's the statue of the violin yes she, uh, a, a woman like yeah you don't I, you don't yeah you see a stat a stone statue of one playing a violin and it's, right it's, it's this fishing village and it's there's a lighthouse off in the distance you can tell yes the lighthouse but i didn't at the time i didn't know if that was I didn't. I didn't think that was a real lighthouse. Well, I mean, clearly it's it's shining light. Right. But I right. thought it was like a forced perspective. Oh, okay. There's a lighthouse. Maybe just just over that rooftop, and we'll never see it again. Exactly. You go into the bar. The sea captain talks to you. Oh yeah, this nice striped shirt. Uh, and we should. I think we should preface this by saying too that this is not a scary house. At, no, at all. Not in particular. But like when the scares came, they, they were, were appropriate. They were cool. yeah, yeah, they were they very were cool. cool. They were appropriate. Yeah. Well, but, that's that's why some people didn't have this as a number one house because it wasn't quote the scary house. And yeah, like, but no, but th- what that, else that doesn't do? matter because <laughs> as a, as a summation, like as a whole, this house is I mean fucking incredible. So you go through the bar, you're going through an alleyway. There's like the mutated fishermen, and they, they're, yeah, they're that have risen you. from the depths, and there's like, yeah now burst through windows, and it's just like cool. What's amazing about this part is you're in the alleyway. You go around the corner in the alleyway, and you can see the lighthouse again. Yeah. This isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, there it is in the beginning, and you never see it again. No, no. You see the lighthouse, and you're closer. You're closer to the lighthouse. You're like, oh, shit. And the entire time you're going through this attraction, you hear this beautiful beautiful violin score. I mean, it's it's somber. It's it's But it's it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's the whole time. Then you're going through some other houses, and then you have the audible, oh, shit, what the fuck wow moment <laughs> you basically go through a bunch of twists and turns you go through some smaller rooms They're yeah like you know it felt like such. maybe maybe you're in um well, i was gonna say not a wharf but like they're playing with shadows and right, stuff like that right. too because this house felt strangely open too, yes which is so weird to say um being a, a house but right. like i don't like the rooms every time I went if it wasn't a hallway every time i went down a room the rooms felt big but also I, they didn't feel big at first because like shadows, right? 
And but like, oh my god, that's why people are like this isn't the scary house. Like, yeah, no, but the characters were literally there in plain sight half the time, right? And you didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my god, it's just the, the reveal, man. The reveal of the boat. Like, yeah, yeah. That's so the climax of right. The Hell you, house. you, yeah. you. you you see the lighthouse repeatedly throughout the house, and oh, then you get to one segment. Right before this, we're going up gangplanks. Yes, you like, go upwards. Like, yes, so we're heading towards either like we're going on a ship or we're going to like. Right. It made no sense. I was like, "Holy fuck, what are we doing?" Right. You're going. Like, it was so up. cool. And you uh, you get your first glimpse of the bow of the ship as you go around one corner, and yes. then there's like a little house. Yeah. And the bow of the ship looks to be perfectly pristine. There's no issues with it. It's right. just kind of parked there. You can't really see too much. You go through this little house segment, and then you go around the corner, and that's when the oh shit moment happens. Now, up until this moment, you've been hearing the storm kind of flashing. You yeah. know, there's there's hints that there's like a big winter storm on the way. Yeah, you'll catch some raindrops every now and then. Right. Yeah. But then you leave this little house segment, you go around the corner, and it is... The temperature drops. It's it's raining. It's windy. It's windy. And then you can see around the corner this this massive like thirty five foot long boat. Yeah. Where you've got sitting there. Sitting there. The lighthouse is right next to it. Uh-huh. Like you've been following this light the entire time. Yep. And it's all decrepit looking and there's a hole in the side. It's, At the top yeah, you see the lady around. you see the lady playing and the violin lady. Yeah, what's really cool about it is that the entire house, it's this perfectly beautiful, like even song. It's very nice. But in this one specific section of the house, she'll stop playing every like fifteen seconds and then she'll like lean forward and a light will shine on her and yeah. her entire visage changes yeah. and she's like a like a siren of the sea. Siren, and, that's the word I couldn't. And think it's of, just yeah. like this is so fucking cool. And I just the first time I went through it audibly gasped when I saw the boat for the first time because it's like the the environmental storytelling like smacks you in the face immediately you're just like holy shit holy shit I mean this it is, is it's, it is it's all there here. literally the second you walk into that house it's all there in front of you right. you just don't know it yet right right and then you go through the boat and then the house is over. Well, you go through the boat, and then like I guess we're underwater real quick. Yeah, there's like a couple of holes, uh... and then we have like the weird the cage where the guys are clearly. It's supposed to be you're underwater now. Right, right. And then the house is over. And then the house is yeah. over, which admittedly is like the one knock that I have against it is that like you've got this incredible wow moment, and then it's like oh the house is over. Yeah, yeah. Again, I call it the climax <laughs> because like the falling action after it is just so short. <laughs> it's and abrupt. Sudden, yeah, it's just like oh, oh well, that was a really cool house. Yeah. Right, but. <laughs> God damn. Like that's the thing. Like again, the house not scary. It's really not scary. The the I mean the the old school divers how their yeah, the very suits cool. would light up very as cool. they popped out of the shadows. Yeah. And then uh the sea monster people, the barnacle like Yes. Again, the design of this the design of this house is just so damn cool. Like the set design alone is amazing. But then even the characters, you're just like these are these are just cool. Yeah. This is all cool. Yeah. I don't care. Like you know? that's that's the thing. Like I a lot of people like this house did not win House of the House of the Year. No, no, um, by uh, by they voted. I and, think it got uh, second. Universe. It did. It got yeah. number two. The Universal Monsters. Legends collide. Legends collide. Yeah. Thank you. That one. That one got House of the Year. Which, all right, I don't hate that it did, but like this. Yeah, I don't hate it, but like at the same time, uh, this 
this house, in yeah. my opinion, I don't think it was ever meant to be like the scary house. No, and going in, we were told this is the pretty house. And right. I was like, okay, cool. I like the aesthetic from a few years back. But exactly. I was not expecting this. In the least. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I really feel like Universal Creative was basically just like flexing. Like they're just like, <laughs> okay, here we go. This is what we can make. This this is like. Let's fucking do it. Let's literally just do right. it. Right. Like, I was expecting him to pull off that mirror is water trick like they've done a couple of years in the past. Yeah. Uh, but, like, for them, again, that harbor, I was not expecting that in the least bit. Oh, it's amazing. Like, holy shit. I, I mean, again, I could literally just gush about the set design in this house. Yeah. Like, having worked in technical and set design for, for productions, like... I'm probably very biased towards this house. I mean, you uh, can appreciate it. Let's but say. it's yeah. it's just such a gorgeous, <sighs> gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. house. But not all good things can stay. All right. So those are those are all ten houses. Our order was nearly immaculate. That's pretty good on us. Yeah. I mean, honestly, compared to the yeah. stuff that we've done for this in the past. Oh, I mean, even just like us talking about the thing in years past. I don't think we've ever been this close. Lock yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So good on the houses. Uh, anything you want to say about the scare zones or um... scare zones were okay. The yeah. barn scare zone and the graveyard scare zone, in my opinion, were the two strongest ones they had. Especially yeah, but the, the barn one, one. The barn one, I feel like we got oversold on. One hundred percent. The other also, scare zones it doesn't need smoke. Let's just take the smoke out of that. Yeah, that that needs to just not happen. The scare zones this year, honestly, kind of forgettable. Nothing really particularly other than just, like, the cemetery and the barn, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, the Mr. Sweets one I thought would be really cool, but it ultimately just I mean, wound up kind of not being really cool. It just had really a vibe cool. to it. Yeah. And, like, the, the Mardi Gras floats were kind of fun to see there. Yeah. Like, in the daytime, you can clearly tell those are Mardi Gras floats. Yes. Um, um, oh, did you ever go to, like, the uh, in New York? They had a section where it was, like, a meat locker where the guy was, like, selling candy. Yeah, I did actually meat. go there. I got the strawberry... Rice Krispie Treat, which they called uh, Princess Brains, yeah. I think is what it was. Okay. Or maybe it was, Sorry I don't remember. Brains or something? Yeah, but it was... I don't know. It's it just, was okay. I mean, I just, I had a feeling everything there was just going to be okay. And then they're yeah. like, no, no, this is, we're, we're pretending it's meat. Great, you're not selling me on yeah. this one, but... It was, it was cool. Like, Did visually, you walk it was, down the alley? Yeah. You, okay. when you When you buy something from there, you like walk down you the alley. You have to walk down yeah. Stab Alley. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. I think it's called Stab Alley. Regardless, anyway, um, the scare zones were okay. That that portion, the meat locker, was kind of neat. The nightmare fuel, like the show, uh, I saw it once. I saw it once. That was more than enough this year. Yes, it's interesting to me because it's the same team that made uh, fuel last, last year. year. Yeah, and I would argue that fuel last year was a better show in every single way. Um. I, it just the fuel show last year felt a lot more cohesive than this one did. Okay. Because this one kind of felt like, hey, you know what? You know what stuff you liked about the show last year? All the fire and the athletics and, and the dancing and the dancing. What if we just did more of that? Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And they didn't even play Dragula, Sag. No, they played uh, <laughs> something else. Well, because like the aerialists do aerialist stuff into like strobe lights, and I go, that's. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But no, I saw it once, and again, my big takeaway was lots of fire. Um, but also, I was in one of the top rows, so I didn't have a great view of what was going on on the stage. But yeah, I went to the show. It was uh, me and my friend and his girlfriend, and I'm sitting next to his girlfriend. And the moment where like the dancers all go on the stairs and like yeah, essentially just twerk the whole time. 
she and I looked at each other like, what show are we watching now? You're watching <laughs> Night- Nightmare Fuel, man. Because, <laughs> like, it it was because, uh, I mean, ours, like, they had that mini stage, too, in the center. So, like, uh, we were pretty much dead center of that. So, like, her boyfriend didn't even see what was going on the stairs. And she's like, I don't even want to get his, I don't even want to show him what's going on. And I was like, well, that's you just being jealous. But, yeah. I it, mean, that's their prerogative. That's their prerogative. I, I was I was just, like, interesting. As this, a, uh, uh, yeah. as a As a single man. Um, yes. and, a, and, a, and a known lover of women. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, same. But I was, I was at one point, I was like, this feels uncomfortable. Yeah, I, like I said, it, it kind of just felt like they they took everything that they had last year and, and kind of just like we're like, haha, let's turn yeah. that dial to twelve. Yeah, I don't know. And, I saw it once and I was like, all right, I need to give it a, another shot. I need to sit right. closer. I need to do all this, and I ended up just never going back. Yeah, say la vie. It. I, I I watched it once. I just comparing it to last year. I just think last year's show was just more impressive. I just felt like it was a more cohesive show. It told a better story. This year just kind of didn't. Yeah, this year was a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, speaking of spectacles, uh, in the last episode we weren't we were a bit split on whether or not there'd be a fountain show this year. And turns out we were both right. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there was. And then there wasn't. So uh, I had the fortune to see the fountain show before I the saw, hurricane came through. So yeah, oh, we should preface that hurricane Ian came, uh, and late last, September, late kinda, September, early October, kind of broke it. Yeah. Late September. And, uh, Apparently it broke the show. Yep. Like I don't know if it was lighting or audio. It was probably something to do with lighting. Uh, from what I understand, uh, it was equal parts lighting and actually some of the mechanics for the water pumps got damaged because mm. of the storm. That's what I was worried about. And that's why they just straight up didn't have it for the rest well, of our. Well, I hear it broke the sign, and so they just removed the sign. I'd believe that. Because uh, the sign was cool. Because it was the theme this ghoulish. year for it. Yeah, ghoulish uh, Halloween. Something a Halloween tale or something. Something, yeah. It was. It was meant to be like, um, this might be. I mean, we, you and I are definitely too old for this. The only reason why I know it's because like the church that I went to preschool with was very much behind the times in the nineties. So it was based off of if you get a storybook that comes with a record, sure, and you're supposed to listen along with the record, sure. That's that's what this was based off of. Who is that for? Uh, for the people that want to buy the Ghoulish CD. You mean the Ghoulish record? Yes. Yeah, because they they sell the vinyl. Uh, but, like, this isn't a shared experience most people under 40 have. You know? I, I don't know, to be honest with you. The the show itself, visually, because I could... Uh, did you get the chance to actually see it? Fun story. So, uh, the first night I saw it, I was way off to the right. And I was like, all right, I need, to, I need to be better, but I also need to see what the projections are on the houses. So the next time I went, I was by myself, and I just, you know, I grabbed a, a whole hog pumpkin ale, as I tend to do, uh, which we found out this year, Mike did not care for. Surprisingly. Yeah. The, I love pumpkin everything, and this... Uh... Yeah, I think you're, you're... Yeah, you took a sip, immediately shook your head like a toddler. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay, this is bad. Now... And you once said, too much cinnamon is exactly your uh, review of it. With that went, being oh, said... They did have a hard liquor pumpkin drink out by the Halloween house. They did, which I thought was I didn't get a very chance to good. try that yet. Very yeah. good. Uh, this year I wasn't so good on the food and the drink. Um, but anyway, so I grabbed my pumpkin beer and uh, yeah, I, I stood on the backside near Transformers just to see all the projections on the building, and I go, all right, I get the vibe. 
And then the next time I saw the show, I still wasn't in a great spot for it. Um, but I told myself, I was like, all right, when I get back from my travels in early October or mid-October, I will, I will watch the show again from a great spot. I'll show up early, drink in hand, and it was gone to never return. Yeah. So I remember thinking, okay, it's fine, and I'm glad it's here, but of the three fountain shows, it's my third favorite. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it was, it was a good show. It was, you know, fun. Yeah, it was very Halloween. Yeah, very Halloween. Like this was one of the show, the only time they didn't have like IP to really lean on. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, it, I mean, it it, 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 it kind of worked. Yeah, it, it, it does work, but at the same time, it didn't excite me. Yeah, or even some other people. Like, what was driving people to see it, except the fact that it was there? Yeah, I think pretty much you've pretty yeah. much at the nail on the head. And then it ends with the weekend because why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I didn't hate that. Yeah. And, and I, I think, yeah. well, at this point, the only thing that we have left, I guess, would be just the tribute store, which I think we covered on one of our previous we, episodes. We covered what it's supposed to be. I don't think we actually talked tribute about Tribute store it. this year was neat because it was meant to be a theme park ride. Yeah, it was like supposed to be like a classic... Uh, a dark ride. Dark ride, yeah. yeah. Even so that's that was an attraction poster. Yeah. That was kind of neat. Um, the house, the, not the house, the... Um, the. I mean, it's, you go to a pumpkin patch, uh, a graveyard, uh, a, a witch's, witch's cottage, cottage. And then a, like, a and then village. The, the village where the parade... Because that's the thing they all said was, oh, this year, this year, the tribute store blends into the scare zone. And everyone, oh, that's going to be so cool. And honestly, if they didn't say that, I wouldn't have noticed. Right. Like, it kind of I mean, blends it, in because you see Mr. Sweet's, like, candy and such on the windows. Yeah, but... But it's not, so it's not like, a troll blend. But again, yeah. like, it had an attractions poster. It had it had a control stand when you walked in. Yeah, very so cool. So, like, uh, yeah, I smacked the e-stop button because why not? Right. Um, and then if you paid attention to the floor, it had the ride path yep. that the vehicles go down. Um. And everybody thought the little ghosts in the uh, in the graveyard were, they were like just like bobbing back and forth. Those ended up being like the fun thing to boomerang. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, when you pay for your stuff, if you notice uh, to the left, the ride path goes into what's you know a little garage door. It says mm-hmm. maintenance bay. Yep. And then on the way out, there's a fake gift shop for yep. the fake attraction you just fakely went through. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, this is cool. These are nice touches. Yeah. And but... they had they had a lot of references to previous tribute houses, which was really sure cool. Sure did. Um, yeah. but, and uh, they sold a Pumpkin Lord t-shirt. Yes. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Pumpkin Lord being in his own scare zone. But that's the thing. I thought it was kind of forgettable. Uh, his scare zone kind of sucked. Oh, his scare zone did kind of suck. It was just nice to see him there. It was. Admittedly... I did not see him there too often. He would only pop out like once an hour. Really? So yeah. So if you, I guess I'm just really good. If you're timing, yeah. so you're you get lucky with the scare zones. I get lucky with the houses. Well, I'm also in the scare zones a lot. Perfectly balanced. Because I don't go in the houses a lot by myself. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I yeah like I'm usually focused on food and drink and atmosphere. And uh, this year, not so much the food. Yeah, food this year was kind of mid. Uh, um, like nothing sounded great to me, and even the things I got weren't really repeatable well we did have a really funny story about pizza fries we did um, so oh, i had like three pizza fries this year which is the most i've had i think ever so yeah well that's because the food was yeah yeah well the first the, this is actually a really fun story and then 
that I think that'll be done with the review, honestly. Pretty but, much, this could close um, out. Go. But this is this is a fun little story. So the the first night that Rob and I went to Horror Nights, you gotta get you gotta get pizza fries. It's like a tradition that we have where just, we just always do it. the first time we go to Horror Nights every year, we always get pizza fries. Now, we actually did a stay and scream for the weekend house. Um. Yes, yeah, so we were very much backed up into Central Park. Yes, so we made. We oh made no, no, plans. it was for Universal Monsters because well, it got. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we. It, the yeah, same, we yeah. made it. We made it. Universal Monsters. So we yeah. were we were doing a stay and scream for Universal Monsters. It started pouring rain outside. Yep. So we were completely soaked to the bone. Yep. Did the house. We're doing our thing, and then we eventually made our way over to get pizza fries. Um. Now, by the time we made our way over to get pizza fries, it was actually closer to like. I'd say eight or nine o'clock. So it like, was, yeah, it was, it was about eight. Big because, rush. Yeah, we, There's like a yeah. hundred people in line for pizza fries, and I get up and I order two pizza fries and I pay for them, and then and then you go to your receiving. I go line. to the receiving line and yeah. I get in line, make it all the way to the front, and they were. So- Meanwhile, I went to go get drinks, and then I'm sitting by the Animal Actors Studios, like I told them, Animal Actors, right? Yeah. Like it, it felt like a very long time. Yeah. I was about a third of the way through my already drink that I was trying to nurse because yep. I wanted my pizza fries. <laughs> anyway, so. I get all the way to the front of the line, and uh, she's like, oh, honey, are you waiting on something? I was like, yeah, I'm waiting on my pizza fries. She's like, oh, how many did you order? And my my stupid, greedy brain was like, oh, I ordered three. I ordered three. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't even look at my receipt. She just gave me three of them, and I took it back to the table, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, check it out. I only paid for two of these. <laughs> and Rob was like, oh. I was oh. I was quite confused, but at the same time, I am. What am I going to do? We've already been served right. these fries. I, mean, I can't thing. return like, them. We're not just going to waste the food. Yeah, that's that would be mean. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah. sorry, Universal. I made you lose out on $8 of, you know, fries, cheese, and sauce. And pepperoni. And pepperoni. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, yeah, there's, I mean, pizza fries are pizza fries. There was a vegan option this year. I didn't try it. I did not. Uh, I was like, maybe if I feel like it, never felt like it. I also thought maybe I'd get the dessert fries again. I haven't had those in a few years. Yeah. Also didn't do that. I don't know. Um, they did have a drink, which I almost gagged at, which is the Circus Peanut Revenge. Oh, I, I read the description for that and went, no thank you. It was like a peanut butter shot of liquor with like a well, real circus. I mean, circuit, screwball like, whiskey is cool. I like screwball whiskey. That's peanut butter, peanut butter flavored whiskey. However, the rest of the drink, I looked at and went, this is... Also the Circus Peanut. Like I don't, I, I mean, I don't ever, it's, it's I don't styrofoam. ever crave a circus peanut. It's styrofoam. But if it's there, I'll, I'll take it. Here's the thing: I, I'll eat candy corn all day. Sure. People will give me a lot of shit about eating candy corn because they're like, they it's should. just wax that. and sugar, and I'm like, yeah, but it's still sugar, so it's delicious. Circus peanuts can't do it. Can't do it. No, that is that is depression food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but let's yeah. see. Best drinks this year. Uh, Electric Death was cool. Ghoul Punch is Ghoul Punch. Um, oh, I found bars nobody went to. Like, oh, yeah. So much so, they had a person saying, by the way, we have bars down here. Interesting. So um, Lombards, which is the fish place yes. in San Francisco, right before you go to London. Yep. Behind that, they had three stands for mm-hmm. drinks, and nobody was ever back there. Yeah, because nobody knew it was there. It was yeah. right It was right next to one of the scare zones, too. Yeah, it was right next to that uh, ye old whatever we call metal that. one, which yeah. the soundtrack for that one phenomenal. Oh, it was Loved the only it. it was the only place to hear heavy metal. The yeah, it was great. The oh, scares that's the on thing itself? too. Okay. Like the music this year was kind of mid, kind of strange. Yeah, I mean, I did shoot. I think the band name's The Creeps. I'll look it up. They had like two songs in it, which were easily my favorite two songs of the rotation. Hmm. But it was very much like, uh, what's the best way I can put this? Like. Johnny, not Johnny Cash, but like Johnny Cash esque, where like there's a standing bass, there's always like a guitar, and it's... yeah, it just 
It felt kind of weird. It felt, yeah, it felt like it was out of the 50s. Yeah. Um, where was I going? With this? Oh, yeah, drinks. So, yeah, uh, they had what was a poison snake bite. So we're, we're familiar with the snake bite. It's uh, harp and then a, a harp cider and then either a Guinness or a lager, whatever, whatever they got on tap. So they did that, and then they put like a shot of cherry brandy on top of it. I went, that's interesting. So I had that drink. That was good. Poison snake bite. Uh, Electric death I mentioned. Ghoul juice is ghoul juice. Uh, save your tears over at the the weekend bar, which was my go to bar because nobody was or they had enough registers and nobody was in line for that. But this hmm. year was themed, so it was hit or miss. Okay. So save your tears was a good alcohol. It had boba in it, and that was the fun part. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> like I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's many other drinks I got this year that I was like, yeah. And I went with my cup almost every night and got way too much pumpkin beer, but that's fine. I mean, understandable. So that's that's where I'm at. That's my review. Um, yeah, I mean, I think not I'm, a lot. Uh, not a lot to say about. The I think I'm pretty drink. much in agreement. Food was okay. Music was okay. Yeah. Some of the houses were okay. Some of the houses were amazing. It was. Uh, it was Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, it was. It was. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Let's be honest. Yeah. But this isn't. This wasn't one of my favorite years. But I would have been very upset if I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> so. No. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Cool. That uh, I think that just about concludes our uh, Halloween Horror Nights review for this year, 2022. Yep. HHN31 yep. in the books. Yeah. So uh, once again, guys, uh, my name is Mike. And I'm Rob. Uh, we are the E-Ticket Podcast. Uh, don't right. forget to follow us on our uh, socials. Uh, we've got Instagram. Uh, um, I don't know if we're going to really start plugging Twitter anymore because Twitter's kind of collapsing in real time. Well, it's funny you eyes. say that because... Uh, months ago, I never posted a tweet, um, and I will say now because I knew Twitter would collapse. That's exactly. Why I, that's why I didn't. The do predictor it. of the future. Yeah. So yeah, uh, follow got, us uh, on Insta. That's I'll, probably the the easiest yeah, way for I'll us to do it. Something to Instagram um, right now. Actually, we'll post the links in the <laughs> description. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's our review. Until next time, guys. This is the E Ticket Podcast. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful day. See you.